Shout out to the homie outside right now, getting some shots up. It's like almost eight o'clock. Uh, no light on the court. No light. No <laughs> light on the court. That's pure instinct. That's Mamba mentality, right? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, I guess. You you ever hoop at night with like um, uh, like you ever go to a park that has lights on at night? Um. I don't think I over the basketball I mean, court. I mean, like we would. I feel like we would do it in college, right? But like since I've been out of college, no, or before, probably not. Yeah, I feel like everywhere I've lived in my life, there hasn't been like a um, a public area with a basketball court and um, that lights. So like once that sun goes down, or they have lights over the tennis courts or something like that. But never the basketball court. Yeah, why did, Why does the tennis court get lights but not the basketball court? I guess it's just more popular. That seems wrong. There's no way, right? Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Like, No, like, there's. it's possible. I'm shitting on tennis right now. It's <sighs> for sure. Tennis is huge. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. Like, tennis I feel you like, can't play by yourself though, right? Yeah. Well, uh, no, you'd have to bring a bunch of balls and you could like practice a serve, a I guess. You but could hit against. Some tennis courts have like a wall you can hit against. True, but... Like, our apartment complex has a tennis court, and there's lights on it. I've I've seen people use that tennis court, like, under ten times, you know? But, like, basketball, I feel like there's someone out there. Anytime it's nice, there's mm-hmm. somebody playing basketball. So, I was just, I don't know, it feels like it's, like, the wrong. Actually, I am going to say, I do think basketball is for sure more common, though, right? Because all you at need is like, a ball. Yeah. Whereas at least, in like, tennis, in America. Yeah, I just mean for like the average person. I feel like the yeah. average person is more likely to pick up a basketball than go out, get tennis rackets, get tennis balls, and do all that. But yeah, I don't know. I, there's, I've always wanted to play on like a blacktop with like lights on and stuff at night. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Get that. Uh, it was Rucker Park vibes. Kevin Durant back in the day, he like showed up at this park in New York. Yeah, he went off, bro. It looked like such a cool place to be. Yeah, probably was. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like, right now, there's somebody playing out there. There's nobody playing tennis. I've never seen those tennis lights come on, except for one time, and I respect this move, a couple guys went out there and um, set up cornhole in the tennis courts and turned the lights on, and they brought, like, a speaker, and they're stringing some beers, playing cornhole. That's fire. So I I respect that move. But point is, they could have did that on the basketball court, too. So it's like, it still doesn't solve the why is tennis have it. Shame. Yeah, dude, this apartment complex has some cool shit, though. Like, I can't, I'm not shitting on it. Like, they just fixed our hot tub, which has just been, like, a huge vibe. Um, That's fire. Yeah. And, like, the lit-up tennis court is cool because, like, if you did want to do something like that, like those guys did with the cornhole or probably, like, you could like, throw a Frisbee down there or something. Anything mm-hmm. you wanted to do, you'd have, like, a lit-up area. Soccer, tennis. Yeah, I I wish one. like I was like enough of an athlete to do that because it looks like so much fun. But it's pretty fun. I could never, I could never do that. I haven't done it in years. But have you seen that meme of um they were like two guys playing tennis and they like edit it so it's they're actually hitting a table across from each other. And it's oh, like, I've never seen that. And it's like table tennis, but it's uh, it's pretty okay. funny. It's funny. Okay, it looks funny. I'll take your word for it. 
I just reached for my water, but I realized that I took it out of the room after I just dumped it all over my computer 10 minutes ago. Yeah, shout out to everybody listening. We almost uh, might have not had an episode <laughs> for you this week. Yeah, we were uh, about like five inches away from the water going directly into my laptop and taking us out for <laughs> probably <laughs> at least a week. Yeah. But uh but we good. We're back. We're here. We're back. Episode seventeen? Seventeen. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Oh. Um that's it. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anybody else. That's it. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. I can't think of any. I'm trying to think of someone who's playing in the Super Bowl that wears number 17, but I don't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, fly Eagles fly though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not rooting for Philly, but I think they have more of a chance than I initially thought they did. Yeah, they're really good, and I mean, this, it's fun. Like the city of Philadelphia just explodes whenever, yeah. like the like the last time they won the Super Bowl. But yeah, I don't know. I'll be watching. Maybe I will be. I'll I'll definitely watch a bit of it. I I don't know if I'll watch the whole thing. Halftime show. Wait, what day is it on? Sunday. So come on, man. Bro, Super I know, Bowl Sunday. I somebody, what? I heard something what? yesterday. Somebody was like, "It's on a Thursday this year," and I'm like, "There's no <laughs> way." I was like, "Why would it be on a Thursday?" <laughs> I promise, bro. That would be so weird because the whole world stops on Super, at least the United States. Yeah, on I mean, Super Bowl Sunday, except for yeah. the grocery stores. It should. The Monday after the Super Bowl should be a holiday. At I least feel a like two-hour delay into work something, or something. Man. <laughs> yeah, a two-hour delay for work. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, I just feel like people are, nobody wants to work that day. No. This is like, you just want to like sit around and eat food and drink beer all day. Like, You know what's interesting? While everybody's at home watching the Super Bowl, nobody's on the roads. Really? Have you traveled during the Super Bowl before? Not me. One of my coworkers a while back, he was telling me that he's not really into sports. Um, so on Super Bowl Sunday, he just goes for like a, this long ass drive, <laughs> and there's nobody on the road, bro. <laughs> Damn. But it makes sense. I feel like it's probably. I don't know what other day would be that. I mean, Christmas morning, there's not a lot of traffic. Nobody. Yeah, I feel like holidays, like holiday mornings, or I guess Thanksgiving's a big travel day. Yeah. Yeah. But um Yeah, Super Bowl, who you got? Um I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Do you know what the line is? I have no idea. Um yeah, I I I, I guess I I would be rooting for the Eagles. Yeah. Just for fun. Okay. See Jalen Hurts on a Super Bowl that Jalen Hurts cool. would be cool. Um I really like uh AJ Brown, um Devontae Smith. Uh, who else plays? Oh, Jason Kelsey. I'm not really a huge Travis Kelsey fan. Mm-hmm. I like Jason Kelsey though. He seems like a pretty interesting dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like. I feel like I don't know. I'm like one of. I I, I guess I'm not one of those people that just like hates on Kansas City because they're really good. But like deep down, there's definitely a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, me personally, though. I'd like to see Kansas City win. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I'm pretty indifferent about the whole thing. Yeah, that's how I feel, fuck. too. I just hope it's a good game. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the halftime show. 
See Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, see yeah that's a good one. See if she's bringing out any special guests or anything. Oh, for sure. Uh, and she hasn't made, she hasn't done like a public performance in years. I, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, so that'll be cool. And um, yeah, I don't know. I hope so. It's a good game. It's kind of like the you know last football of the year. So it's nice when it's a good game and they kind of send send you off into the off season. But uh, yeah, I, I hope I. I'll probably be watching at like a bar because um, Logan and I are going to DC. Um, we're seeing Maggie Rogers the next day at Fire. the anthem. Fire. Yeah, that that'll be sick. But we're going up Sunday, so nice. Either if it's too long of a travel day at the hotel or just at like some bar, be cool to find like a congregation of congregation of like Eagles fans somewhere. But that's old. You could probably find it. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm sure, but it's like, how far am I willing to go from the hotel, you know? Like, yeah. probably not very far. Probably just walk wherever we can walk to and watch it. We'll just do that. Um, yeah, we'll probably just be at the crib. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if I was, if we were here, I would definitely just stay home. Yeah. Make a bunch of appetizers. Actually, no, I think we're going, actually, I think we're going to a friend's house for at least the first half. Let's see, but Super Bowl, the night is so long. It is. It feels like the halftime is so long. Because, I mean, yeah. football games are long in general. They're, yeah. like, three to four hours. And then you have... That's just with, like, a regular halftime. And this has a super long halftime. And every commercial break is fucking long as shit. But isn't that wild, though? Like, a concert at halftime? Like It is crazy. Because it pretty much... it's. I mean, it's not as long as a concert. But it's, like... It's at least an opening act. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? It, but just, like, the, the setup and teardown. Like, yeah. how big the productions they do. I mean, it's Rihanna. It's not like it's like a, you know, cover band coming out at halftime like they do at some games. But, like, mm-hmm. to see the amount of production that needs to happen, like, it becomes a full-on concert, and then it's just back to football. Do you have any um, any memorable halftime shows? No, because I didn't really watch football growing up. Oh, okay. Um, I started watching football in high school, probably. Um, who was last year? The Weekend? No, it was um, West Coast. Oh, Dr. that's Trey, right. Snoop Dogg. That was fun. Fifty Cent, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick. That was fun. Was the cool. weekend one was surprisingly good because I don't that really one's crazy. I I didn't think I was gonna like it that much, yeah. and it was like really, really, really good. Um, but I'm trying to think, like, yeah, I feel like I just didn't really watch football until I was in high school, and then since then I can't think of like any major ones. I remember the Who. I think the Who did it the first year the Giants beat New England. England. Or it was either the Who or Bruce Springsteen, I think. Because I know Bruce has done it in my lifetime. The Who have done it. Katy Perry, Lady Gaga. Oh, I remember the Katy Perry one. That was she had like a lion or something. Wasn't there a tiger or something on the field? Like a robot? Oh yeah. It was something crazy. Something crazy. Something about And roar, that was the that was the shark. Remember that how big that the shark the guy in the shark costume got? The left shark meme? I think so. Yeah, that, that yeah. show went like it was like it was like a thing forever. <laughs> which is great. Like that I don't know. This the commercials are always fun too. It's like one of the few times, actually maybe the only time of the year that like I feel like actual thought is put into commercials. Um yeah, uh, I've never thought of it. Thought of it like that. That's probably right. Yeah, I mean that's like their super. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's like the biggest day for them. Quite so like, literally. they're they're putting out their A material. Yeah, 
Um, I'm excited to see uh, Jack Harlow as part of Doritos because Doritos yeah. always has some pretty off the wall funny commercials. So that's cool. He'll be a part of that. I like that. Yeah, he's put like two two commercials up. Oh, I'm, I'm expecting there's probably going to be one, yeah. a new one. I'm sure. I feel like on. they do like little teasers, which is also funny that it's so big that they do commercials for commercials. Mm. I mean, all that is when he posts those little things, all that is is an ad for it's an a trailer. Ad. Yeah, it's just pretty crazy. The NFL does the same because the NFL always has a good ad with all the players doing like uh, yeah. know, silly stuff. But I've seen like ads for that ad. And um, someone's doing something with Gronk. Like one of the sports books is doing something with Gronk and he's going to kick a field goal and you can bet on it if he's going to mm-hmm. make it or not. On the commercial? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. Probably, I, I mean, I assume it's just like DraftKings or FanDuel or one of those big ones. MGM or something. Yeah, something. One of the big yeah. ones. I don't know who it is. But. Are there any... Because, um, every, I mean, every year, like you said, Doritos usually has pretty good commercials. Like, Are there any brands that like you look for... Not saying you look forward to their commercial, but any brands you have on notice. I feel like Budweiser always has like a similar commercial yeah. with like a dog and a horse or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, Budweiser's good usually. Mm-hmm. Doritos is the big one for me because yeah. I just feel like they always like... It's... it's creative you know um you know m&ms are gonna have a commercial yeah who else who else sponsors the nfl does um oh state farm i was gonna say they're gonna be wait isn't that wait okay state farm arena let's get into that so there's a little conspiracy as far as i know right yeah nfl rigged scripts oh dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you see like Who how said that? so is Arian Foster yeah. on his podcast? Um, that was hilarious. Yeah, dude. The the people like who I feel like some people were kind of taking it seriously, which they is were. hilarious because yeah. it's like that's so it was so obviously like a joke. But also that's one of those things that happens on the Internet, right? Like y- you just see like you're reading something that somebody retweeted about somebody else and retweet somebody else's re- like you don't actually see the clip, you know, of. Arian Foster saying it because I feel like if you watch that, like it's like, all right. So what happened? So he got he's he has a podcast on Barstool, um, with PFT, who I love and I've stolen the love you guys from because he does um, like uh, part of my take, which I do listen to. Those two have a podcast together with some other people. It's called Macro Dosing, and they just like talk about conspiracies, like weird shit. Like I listened to one where they did like um. Like the Mandela effect, and they just talk about like shit like that, yeah. you know, like um, thought provoking. Yeah, but it's like pretty light because yeah. it's just like a bunch of you know, yeah, guys hanging out, and then there's another girl too. Um, but anyway, they ju- were just talking, and he just like sat down and said, like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was just saying earlier how like every, every year before the season started, we would just get a script, and like you're gonna rush for 200 yards in this week, and you're gonna get injured in this week, and it's like. Um, it did spawn like a hilarious amount of quote tweets of like people being like me reading the script like RG3 uh, tweeted out like a gif of somebody like bawling their eyes out being like um, me reading the script for whatever week it was like mm-hmm. 2013 week 12 or whatever you know what yeah, the injury yeah. was so uh, there was like a million of those coming out so that was it was pretty funny um, and, like Michael Parsons tweeted out like uh who plays for Dallas was like, I'm about to release the script for this year's playoffs <laughs> or something. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. 
But all right, so then back to the State Farm thing. They're playing in. Wait, isn't who who's the State Farm? Sponsor? Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. And Andy Reid. Andy Reid too. Yeah. I didn't know that. All right, now there's some. I don't know, man. Strengthens the case for that. So they're playing in State Farm Arena or something. Yeah, shit? whatever that their stadium is like State Farm Stadium or something. Yeah. So. And I heard there were some some suspect calls in the the last playoff game. Yeah, the between the them Chiefs and the playoff, Bengals. Yeah. yeah. So people were throwing their conspiracies. Yeah, out which there. is. It's funny, but it's also like, huh? yeah, it's ironic, right? Yeah, it's like it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it is it is weird. It's just weird. It's just weird. Those uh, those two being involved with State Farm, but the script thing is pretty hilarious. I got it. I I really enjoyed the retweets off of that. All the quote tweets. I do, but I mean, it's hard to like. You want to believe it's all a hundred percent fair, but like, you almost have to. Know, like, part of you feels like there's like things at play. I've always thought like, and this is like comes from my dad being like a grumpy football fan, being like, "Oh, they're just calling that to make it keep it close for TV." Like, they're pro. Like, I feel like there is some of that. Like, when there's just a blatant missed call that would have ended the drive, and then they end up scoring a touchdown. It's like to like get the game closer. It's like. It feels like a little, I don't know, or like a bl- like some of those like phantom pass or um, roughing the passer. I feel like was like a big one this year. So, I mean, we can we can. It is sports entertainment, right? Yeah. And you look at the WWE. That's sports entertainment, right? Yeah, dude. Pe- do you like the WWE, or did you ever? When I was younger, I was into it. People that like that kind of freak me out. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's like I've watched it, and I it's so so stupid. I do. I think the people like. Do I think that I could do it? No, but it's like I just think it's so dumb and like a waste of like athletic. Because like I don't think, like they're in good shape. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it's just like something like oh I could just fucking do that. It's just acting, but like it's really hard on your body, and you like probably do get in a lot of pain and shit. But it's just dumb. Like (laughs) like, do something else (laughs) if you're if you want to dedicate your life to like physical fitness and. Being, I guess, but I mean, I guess it's just like entertainment. So, I don't know. People seem to like it, but I think it's really, really dumb. Yeah, it's funny hearing you say that. People who are into that are like, they're, "You're crazy." Coming from the guy who would watch fucking Michael Jackson DVD every single night when he would go to bed. Yeah, hey, dude. I'm not I, getting offensive. I'm I, just, I'm just calling a spade a spade. I, <laughs> that being said, I mean, at this, it's all, it's all theatrics, right? So. It's entertainment. I don't really think. I mean, I don't know. When I was younger, I thought it was real early on, and then I was like, "No, right? Like it can't be right." But I don't. I don't. Do you think that's still happening today? You think kids think it's real, or you think? Because from what I hear about it, it's it's sort of changed now to where it's more. Um, it's like more cut scenes versus anything else. You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's more talking I, versus like actual fighting. And yeah, I, I mean. Because it's drama. I just feel like it's not as big as it used to be. I don't know. Like, is that why the Saudis are trying to buy it? 
I, I yeah. What 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 was going on with that? I I saw something about that, but supposedly they're supposed to be uh, buying WWE. Weird, right? Weird. Has like that's weird. Was it weird when they got their own golf going? Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that too. Like, what the fuck is like that? The whole live tour thing. Like, and There's you just, just watch it on YouTube. Like, just crazy, crazy. All that money makes shit more exciting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I mean, and you can't fault anyone for doing it. Like I thought it was stupid when people were like kind of looking down on people for going over to that tour. It's like they're fucking got like they're people with families and they have the opportunity to make way more money right now, like guaranteed just to go over there. It's like, why wouldn't you do that? You're playing golf. It's not like you're like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you you're not really compromising the sport in any way unless like how different are the rules? It's the same game, isn't it? It's yeah, just it's the same. I mean, I think it might be formatted differently as far as like the whole long tour, like scoring goes. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's true, but that would be the only thing. But I mean, it's not like you're. I don't know. The PGA just looked very like uppity and through that whole thing. Like, like you can never come back on the tour. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't because I'm sure there were people that were saying like the whole you're compromising the game of golf and stuff like that yeah. but i feel like the people who are saying that are just really tied up with the tour with pga you know what i mean i'm yeah. not against people starting their own stuff at all you yeah. know what i mean there shouldn't just be one company or one because that's what it is it's a it's a company it's a brand yeah you know so well, the masters isn't part of that right so like all these guys the can still play in the masters i don't know i don't know how that works yeah i don't know either but i think because i think the masters is kind of its own thing but that's really the only golf I watch anyhow. <laughs> like other than that, there's like a kind of a new documentary on Netflix out about golf now. It's like kind of like drives to survive the F1 thing where they like follow a few different golfers, but it's golf. That's cool. Isn't there, there's a tournament, a waste management tournament going on right now. I think it's, is that going on right now? I think so. I saw a photo. Today. That's the one that looks really fun. I feel like that's the one where the crowd like screams and yells. Yeah, and shit. yeah. I saw a photo today, and it was like the greens were surrounded by like these maybe two or three tiers of just bleachers. Yeah, it's just people all around, and it. they're all rowdy and yeah. shit. That yeah, I've it always looks sick. I've heard that one's really really fun. I'd love to go to a golf tournament. Yeah, I've never been to one. Yeah, I, um. I know Corey's been a few times and would tell me how much fun they were, but I, I would definitely do that. He's in a good area for it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in a really good area yeah. for it. Yeah, he would go to TPC. He went when we were in school, I think, one year. I think he, he went back to home and went there. But Yeah, I, I don't know. I would definitely go to a golf tournament. It'd be sick to go to the Masters, but that's like, you know, bucket list kind of shit. Did you uh, happen to see anybody who won some Grammys the other night? Harry Styles won Album of the Year, right? Yeah. And Record of the Year. Record. Which is like single, I guess. Didn't we kind of hash this out last time? I don't think he won Record of the Year. Oh, I thought he did. Unless I'm I'm being misinformed. Um, Song of the Year was Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. Just like that. Record of the Year. I've got Lizzo with about damn. Oh no, that's right, that's right. I'm sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. Best new artist, Samara Joy. 
I'm not familiar. I was hoping that um Best wh- new artist? Yeah, I was hoping for someone else. I can't think of I'm oh uh, Dommy and JD Beck. The I don't know if I'm th- it's like a jazz duo. Mm. But they have an album um that's their album's actually really fucking good and it has uh like Anderson Packs on there and mm. they have just like a bunch of different I think Thundercats on there. All right, check um that out. so yeah, they ha- they just have like a bunch of different artists featured cuz it's just uh two of them, it's a drummer and a piano player and they're but they're stupid fucking good. Um it's like kind of that you know, I feel like a lot of times you hear like artists that like all self-taught or you know but like these two are like fucking like trained like they went to like the best music colleges you can go to and shit so they're just like fucking like nuts what's the, what's the name again it's Dommy and JD Beck it's like a duo Dommy and JD Beck yeah so check them out yeah check them out I was I, I didn't even know they were nominated but when I saw they didn't win I was upset nomination's still cool though yeah yeah still means a lot yeah I guess depending on how you rate yeah. music rap album Kendrick Lamar that didn't really surprise not me. Not a bad pick. Yeah, that didn't surprise I me. I will say, he also won Best Rap Song with The Heart Part 5. I don't know if that deserved Best Rap Song, if I'm being 100% honest I like honest that song. Um, I probably would like it, for it. What was like that, it, What too. else was up for it? Let me check. Well, let me get to the rest. Okay. Um, well, rock album. Ozzy Osbourne. Didn't yeah, know he was still making yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that. Taylor Swift won... Uh, Best music video. What it all too one? Well. Oh, the all too well because it was ten minutes long. Seems unfair. Yeah, I I never I never I don't think I went through and listened to that album. Um, best rap song Grammys. Uh, eh. God did Jay Z, Lil Wayne, DJ Khaled. That's when Jay Z had like this super crazy verse. Churchill Downs, Drake and Jack Harlow. Wasn't expecting that to win. Pushing P. I don't think that song was big, but yeah. I don't think it was gonna win. I just thought God did was gonna win because it's got Jay Z on it. To be yeah. honest with you, um, and I don't know the hard part five. I just I don't know. It was cool. It was cool. That would have got. I liked like it. That. I really liked the instrumentation of the song. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh. it was cool. I guess it doesn't surprise me out of the songs that are there, but um. I do have a question for you about Kendrick and the Grammys. Okay. So you're familiar with what happened in 2013 with the uh, best rap album? Yes. Is that the infamous Macklemore? Yes. That's so funny, dude. So um, it was Macklemore for, what was it? I think his, the name of his album was The Heist. Um, I know Kendrick was in it for. Good Kid, Mad, Mad City, City, which is arguably it's got to be one of the better debut albums for like a rapper. Oh, I guess it's everything before would be a mixtape. Yeah, or EPs. Okay. Um, Even Section Eighty. Yeah, that's not an that's album. That's not an album. What's the difference if it costs money or if it was only sold like if it was available for free or what's the difference between a mixtape and an album? That's a good or question. Or is that just like a philosophical My debate? My impression of that was mixtapes were always free. Yeah, they that's, that's kind of how I feel. Accessible. Because I feel like some people say like the storytelling aspect of it, but I don't think, I think the good, like Section 80 kind of breaks that mold of like a mixtape being just like kind of a bunch of songs thrown on a 
same record because that's like a very cohesive thing. Anyway, sorry, go on. But I, I mean, even with that, I wouldn't say that. Well, let's finish this and then we'll get back into that. Uh, Drake, nothing was the same. A lot of people consider that his best album. Uh, Jay Z, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and uh, Yeezus, Kanye West. So Macklemore won over that. What I was going to get to about that was, do you think the Grammys, um, do you think they still remember that moment? You think they're trying yes. to patch things up with Kendrick at all? Oh. You know what I mean? Mm. Because they did like so like dirty a, with oh, that. Oh, here, like, here's a, yeah, I don't know. I Because mean, we never, I don't think, well, I don't know, unless he came out and spoke about him then. How does that happen? I've never heard Kendrick really badmouth the Grammys how before. How does that happen? I feel like he kind of just knows that the whole thing is a joke, right? Like, I don't think he makes music to win Grammys. Not saying he doesn't appreciate the Grammy mm. or, like, is, like, fuck the Grammys. But, like, because yeah. there is, like, obviously there's, like, a game to it, right? I mean, the how Grammys? did that? Yeah. How there's could a game that to everything. Yeah. Um, I think I feel like if you realize that, then you're not going to be the one who's just, like, not, I mean, necessarily people handle it differently, but if you realize that you're not going to necessarily badmouth, you're just going to kind of like take the award with grace when you get it. And when you don't, it's just like, whatever, like this shit doesn't even matter. But yeah, as far as like giving him like giving him some extra, you know, like love because of that, I, I don't think so. It's probably not even the same people. Wouldn't the voters change? Yeah, but things change. Through t- people change. Brands don't really, True. right? Things yeah. like that. I mean, how does that happen? I, I feel like you. They, everybody who voted on that still thinks like, like I would love to talk to people who voted that year for 2013. Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw something maybe a year ago. They were saying like their criteria for voting. It's literally just their preference, and it's like x amount it's like six people or five people or something yeah but yeah but how did that <laughs> but it's just a preference yeah right? i guess but it's like how did you get that many i don't know it just feels like when something is so universally disagreed with like that it's crazy how like how were those people selected doesn't it feel like there was like a, a different motive than just they happened to pick those people just happened to like that album more because, like, everybody disagrees with that decision, you know? Now. But I feel but like... when it happened, it was really only, like, a subgenre of people who were... Angry about it. Yeah, I mean, they were probably... Uh, more people were probably upset about somebody else not winning versus Kendrick not winning compared to now. No, I guess I just mean, like, not necess- just that decision in general. Mm-hmm. Like, that it won over all of those other records. It's crazy. I don't think it is. Have you listened to that album? And this isn't me saying it's good. I'm just saying like the heist. Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, yeah, like it, back in those days. I'm trying to picture then. who the Grammys has on their panel voting, right? So then you look at the albums that are, were listed. You've got Drake. Nothing was the same. You've got Jesus, which is very off-putting to the average listener. Okay, yeah, fair. I yeah, I feel like that one. You've is got kinda... Good Kid, Mad City, which is like. This rapper out of South Central LA, like, may have not been the best image for, or the Grammys may have not thought that would have been the best image for them rap- representing their, whatever their scene or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So is the safe pick. That's what I think. Well, and then you got Jay Z, Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Like, I just don't think. Um, 
I don't know. I yeah, I think it was a safe pick. I think it was I don't think it was scripted, but it doesn't surprise me. They don't have they have average people listening to you know what I'm saying? I doubt they have like real rap music connoisseurs on that panel, right? Or would you think so? I mean, I would think if you get to the point where you're voting on rap album of the year. But they're also voting on all these different things. Is it the same voters for everyone? I doubt it's a new panel for every category. That would be absurd. You know how many categories there are? Yeah, I guess I just don't really understand how voting works on the Grammys. It's just what they like. But it's just like one set of people vote on everything. Right. Seems like wrong. Yeah, I agree. But I guess that's why it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's why it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but... Huh. A band I like, the Maria's, said that they were Grammy nominated, but like <laughs> they weren't anywhere. <laughs> like I this like, year? Yeah, there was like a there was a Yikes. there was this thing I not they didn't say it, like not them personally. Like there was this thing that was like maybe it was just like a tweet that was fucked up. It was like a, from some news thing, like interviewing them and they were like Grammy nominated artists, like speaks on a couple different categories or so whatever. But then I was looking and I didn't see them nominated for it. Maybe I guess maybe they've been nominated in the past. That's probably what it was. They just called. They worded it that way. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I feel like that's definitely what it is. Especially if they're not in that conversation. If you got recognition one time, yeah, and never again, you're probably gonna cling to that one time you got. Yeah, right? Grammy nominated, which is a huge thing to be able to say. But do you know who has the most Grammys? She won a few Grammys the other night. She won at least one. Beyonce. Uh-huh. She got the most Grammys. Really? 32. Damn. Quincy Jones at number three with 28. Who's number two? George Salty. Or Jorge. I don't know. <laughs> Allison Krause, 27. Huh. Stevie Wonder, 25 at number seven. Huh. Jay-Z, 10. Yay, 11. Damn, Beyonce has 32? Yeah. That's fucking wild, dude. Yay has 11. Might have. That's cool. Yeah, 32. Should have had 12. Should have Donda 2, should have won. That's the biggest. Donda should have won album. Anyways, <laughs> we can cut the Grammy talk now, I think. I yeah. Let's fuck the Grammys. Yeah, I guess. But um, Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch. Like, that's what's funny is, like, I feel like nobody gives a fuck about the Grammys. No. Or maybe that's just me, but. No, I mean, I think it's a growing thing. A growing thing to not give a fuck about the Grammys. Yeah. That's what, like, um, I heard they got, like, really shitty views this year. Like, really, like, really low. Which doesn't really surprise me, because I just feel like the more people I talk to nowadays, like, don't give a fuck about the Grammys. It's every year. Last year's, they were low, too. I think last year's was the lowest they'd ever been. But, um... Question... So you know how like um, when you're younger, people use words you don't know around you. I don't want to call it like more proper language, but they might use more sophisticated words, okay, like bigger words that are sort of outside of your vocabulary. Okay. I was for some reason this thought popped into my head the other day. Like using sophisticated words versus using slang words. Right. Uh, what about it? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you've got slang words, yeah. you've got 
sophisticated words yeah. or like more proper words. Yeah. Words you would type in an email yeah. versus things you would say when you're just watching the game with your buddies. Right. I just, I find it interesting because um, I feel like there's a similarity between the two in the sense that me, from my personal experience when I'm younger, I don't know the more sophisticated words. But then as you get older, you can sort of lose touch of slang words that you were saying growing up or like, are you following? Yeah. Can I have an example of what you're talking about? Like what came to mind when you thought about this? I have no idea. I can't remember. I just knew the thought popped in. So I wrote it down. Right. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like as a kid, it's like, um, the classic boomer thing. Oh, is that what the kids are saying nowadays? Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, Yeah. But they have no idea what it means. And when we're younger, we have no idea what some of the words they're saying mean. Yeah, yeah. I guess it I is. I think like it's interesting because it's like you're younger. It's like you an evolution understand. of language almost. Like Yeah, um, or you're you're just losing. Because uh, you can't be a kid forever as much as everybody wants to be. Like it, it literally is like a different language because like the things that we said when we were growing up are not the things that kids today say when they're growing up. And like I think like you can be more in touch with that, like the more online you are, because you you're seeing it, right? But that's why, like older people, like it's like literally a different language. Like you can say some shit to them, and they don't have, they have absolutely no idea what you're saying. So that is a different language. <laughs> like it might as well be in Spanish, you know. Um, but yeah, that is interesting how like like slang like evolves and like different things catch on and shit but I'm trying to like come up with things that we used to say like that were like slang when we were like when we were younger that are like I feel like saying something's like lit like with that's like old person talk now you don't say that shit anymore um I think old people used to say that though old people did like well I don't know what old people I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and call my dad old but I've heard him say stuff like lit like a Christmas tree before Lit like a Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's probably not. Which sounds like, yeah, maybe something w- you would say back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it does. But that's that's true. But I also find it interesting because it's not even like a, uh, geography type thing, like where you are. Where because I mean, you could be but thirty years old in Virginia and not know it's somebody who's thirty years old in, in Michigan. Like they're they're calling soda something differently. Yeah, that's a whole. Yeah, that's a thing too. My, like, what I was talking about is more so you could be, you could be in, you could live in the same town your entire life, and still have that disconnect. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like I it's already start. Like I've lived in different places, but not really. Like I've already always lived like in this area of Virginia, and I've kind of like already. I see it now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people say shit, and you're like, what? But um, I imagine that would be pretty hard if you're like a teacher and you have to like deal with children. You just have to like learn to speak a new language. But then it's like as something catches on or as something like begins to be understood by an older generation, then it kind of is like, okay, it's it's run its course because it is like it's like an exclusive thing. Um, And maybe that kind of spawns from that idea you're talking about like when you're younger like not using sophisticated words like it's like a rebellious thing to talk this way so like if it becomes like accepted and used by the people you're trying to rebel against then it's like nah fuck that like we're done with that yeah i yeah i agree with you on that 
Um, yeah, any like I just feel like any that's like just any rebellious thing. Like as soon as it becomes okay to do, then no, all all of a sudden it's no longer a rebellious thing to do. So, like, were you were you ever saying things were like beast? Or like, yeah, yeah. That's so boss or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like yeah. I was saying that when I was in like maybe sixth grade or something. Yeah. Maybe even fourth grade. But like even even the word like swag when I was in like high school is completely different than now. Yeah. Because now if you go somewhere, they're giving out free stuff calling it free swag. Free swag. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because the word is completely the definition has completely changed. It yeah, it's like. a different word, essentially. Yeah, no, I'm with that because, like... How do you just have the right to do that? <laughs> I, like, why can you change... Why can a word... I don't... I just don't get it. People just stop using it so pe- other people claim it and I, just make it something else? I guess. Because, like... Yeah, I guess that is kind of weird because it's, like... Swag is something, like... I feel like I use that word like in like a professional conversation. Like if I'm trying to get like free shit to, yeah. to give to like one of our customers or something, it's like, yeah. can I get you might just send me some swag? And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? But yeah, that. Mm. But d- did it mean that before it meant what we know it as like from our high school days and we stole it and then they took it back or did it not used to mean that? That I is don't interesting. Think, like, because it's like any. Word or phrase, any pretty much any word or phrase, unless you create a new one, is like to either being taken from someone or taken back, like meaning wise. Yeah, so you got like the word swagger. Yeah, which is probably that's always been a thing. Like as far as, but that I feel like that's more where it came from because like a swagger is like confident. You know, like I feel like that's like a confident like yeah, you're into what you're doing kind of thing. And that's where, like, that idea of swag came from. But, yeah, yeah, what the fuck? We're calling free t-shirts that shit now. Like, that is stupid. Fuck that. The origin of swag. I don't know where it came from. Origin of swag. Classic. I might keep that for the episode title. I like that. I like that. I was already thinking that. That's pretty much why I said it. (laughs) If I'm being 100% honest. Yeah, I like that. Keeping it on the topic of language, where did um the phrase brand new like what is that? Oh man. I feel like we're going down a rabbit hole because you could do this with any. But this phrase. was another topic I thought brand new. Like, brand new. Like what does that mean? Because you got a brand. Maybe it, maybe it comes from the fact that like if you get something new out of the box, it's still gonna have the brand on it. So, like, in the form of a sticker or, like, packaging. Like, you buy a new computer, right? You're going to... I hand you... If you bought a MacBook, I'm not going to hand you, like, a black box with a MacBook in it. I'm going to hand you a box with the Apple logo on it, which is the brand. But if you bought one used, I would send it to you in a cardboard box. Here's your brand used computer. Like, what? If it's not new, it's used? No, no, I'm saying, like... That that's just where the I I think that's just where the term comes from because if you're getting something new, it almost a hundred percent has the brand on the packaging. But if you're getting it secondhand, it's not a guarantee that it's going to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I just look at the <laughs> definition; it just says completely new. 
I just don't know why the word brand has to be in it. My uh, my grandpa used to have this pretty cool book that was just like phrases mm-hmm. and where they came from. But it is interesting because yeah, like why does it have to have brand? Why are brand? <laughs> That's my point. Conspiracy. Brand loyalty. Brand loyalty. What is that? It's like a. <laughs> it's like a glass egg. Ah. It's I I don't know like it's one of those things I keep on my desk to just like throw around and like mess with like I feel like some people have like a fidget spinner yeah I mean like I can't judge people for that because like I I never liked that specifically because like the feeling I got from it I didn't <laughs> enjoy but like that idea like yeah. fuck I can't I cannot judge you if you like anyone who fucked with the fidget spinner it just wasn't my thing those things were so viral dude I know it was crazy to have one. Yeah, I'm definitely like a fidgeter though. Like I get I got I, I kinda understood that whole craze, but yeah, just the spinner itself I thought was kinda dumb, but you know what else is dumb? Surveillance balloons. Let's talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um what the hell happened? <laughs> I don't know. I did it get like all it, it just got like through the Midwest, right? Or did it get like all the way across America. So my understanding was it it we first sort of started tracking it around Alaska. I don't know the name of the islands, but it was over some islands out that way. And then Canada was also tracking it, and then it came down through Montana, and that's when it. I think that's when it maybe crossed into the Did, U.S. Out didn't of they try to like shoot it down in such a way that they would be able to revive like shit from it, or is that just like? Not true. Like try to har- uh, salvage any hardware. Yeah, that was anything on it. like or like try to figure out like what kind of data it was collecting. Yeah, so or, like, they what actually got. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that's that's probably something that they considered when. Uh, yeah, I feel like they would want to do that. Something was actually in route like today going to Quantico that they got from uh, the balloon. They they were able to capture something. Oh from shit! It. So they're taking it to Quantico. Don't know if we're gonna hear anything about it. Do you think it was a surveillance balloon? That's what that's what we're being told it was. Oh, you're saying that it's a possibility I'm not saying, it wasn't. I'm just asking what you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know, I didn't really give it much thought to be honest. Um And they're labeling it as like a Chinese Yeah, I mean that attack. doesn't super surprise me. I mean I guess there's incentive there to lie about that to Yeah, I don't know. Fuel is there in- with China. Yeah, is, is there incentive to lie about that? Well, we know it's a Chinese balloon. Right. Because China came out and said that they didn't like that we shot it down. Right. I don't think... I mean, what I've heard about, like, satellites and stuff, China has satellites in space that can, like, pick up your facial recognition, like, walking down the street. I mean, if that's the case, is if I I think that the technology is there for that, um, like just high 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 resolution imaging like that, but at the same time, like I don't know how much of it is like practical or in play, like if that's like really a thing that's happening or not, um. 
I don't know. The whole thing just seems like a smoke screen. Like, doesn't it? Like, doesn't it just seem like a? That's what I think it is. It it, it seems like it's which we talk. We I feel like we've really been talking about it a lot lately, but um, it does kind of feel that way. Like, it was just one of those things that I don't know felt fake. Like, it just felt like something to be like, fuck yeah, fuck them, you know, kind of. I don't know. Propaganda. Whoa. Was the Chinese spy balloon propaganda? I do think it was. I think it's being spun to increase tensions with China. I do 100% think. But why? What's the intention with that? To try to escalate a war? You know what they said? You know what we were taught about wars when we were younger? Mm. How good they were for our economy? Mm. At least that's what I was taught. You know, yeah. FDR saved the country with the New Deal. Yes. Once World War Two came around. Everybody in the factories making bullets, getting them shipped off. Yeah. I mean, it's such a dark thing, right? Because it's war and mm-hmm. war is bad, but <laughs> insightful. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. It could, I mean, it could definitely be like some anti Chinese propaganda. But at the same time, like, China is bad. And so we probably should not fuck with them. But I'm not saying I want to go to war. I'm saying, like, I feel like there are things happening in China that are not good. So the less we're like, because we're so reliant on China, it's like crazy. But I feel like the less reliant on them we are, the better. And whatever has to, this is just me fucking spewing my opinion about it. Like I'm a fucking salesperson, podcaster. Like I don't know shit. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like the less reliant we can be on them, the better. So, do I think like stupid stunts and propaganda to like divide us further from them are a good thing? No, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like okay with us not like love loving China. Um, but I that I don't want war out of it. Like that's like the worst possible situation. So yeah, I don't know. Um But yeah, I mean we watched it for a long time before we shot it down, didn't we? Just like silly. Because we were worried about casualties. It like debris falling and killing Is it people that big? on the ground. That's what they were saying their worry was. I was thought it was like little. I mean not little, but like I'm just saying they were worried about shooting it down with the possibility of it harming citizens on the ground. Right. There's Alaska populated state. Shout out to all the Alaskans. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. You just if you've it. ever been hit by debris. Alaskan if you've ever been hit by falling debris in Alaska, I apologize. I retract my last statement. But yeah, I mean, I honestly think I think if it was something serious. I would hope if it was something serious, we'd be able to, um, we'd be able to, yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. Um, if it was something that serious, we'd be able to take care of it before it even, when, when it's over the water. Oh yeah. Encroaching on us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It it was like, it just, we needed some news and it was like, we need something to be like, but I mean, I think it could have been a weather balloon that veered off course. If I'm being a hundred percent honest with you. Shit. It could have been. Could have been anything. from China. Yeah, yeah. Could have been anything. But as of as of November 
2022, um, our Defense Department said that China's intelligence, surveillance, and um, their satellite fleet had more than 260 satellites in space. Hmm. Second only to the U.S. as of the end of 2021. So I don't know what the numbers look like today, but that's a lot of satellites. Plus a lot of U.S. We, we send a lot up just, um, just fucking uh, Starlink alone. Elon sends fuck tons of them up. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Hmm. Question. Okay. If there was an... Well... Did you ever see that movie Don't Look Up on Netflix? Yes. If there was ever... For those who don't know, that movie's about like this asteroid that's coming at the Earth and it sort of shows the the reaction... Yeah. Reactionary decisions of everybody on planet Earth or whatever. But, but it's like supposed to be about global warming, but yeah. it's like kind of dumb. But yeah. it's okay. I mean, some parts of it were kind of funny. Sorry, go on. So if there was... If we had calculations of like something crazy about to happen... Mm-hmm. You think the government would tell us? Yes. Um... But it would really, I think it would have to be without, without doubt, right? Like, it couldn't be a 99.9%. It would have to be, like, a 100% chance. Although, I guess they might still, because, like, telling a civilization that is the collapse of society. like That's, that's what it. I'm saying. That's you almost it. have to be, like, 150% Yeah, that's sure right. Like, that. it can't be, there can't be a situation where it doesn't happen. Because yeah. then it's, like, you're literally just going to, coll- like, it helps no one. Like, I mean, the only thing that's, like, kind of fucked up is if, like, in, for instance, they know there's, like, a 95% chance it's going to happen. They don't tell you. Yeah. You would probably not be living your days in the correct, like, the way you would want to live your last days as far as, like, saying things to people and, like, saying goodbye to your family and stuff. So that's the fucked up part of it. But overall like society would just collapse <laughs> like i feel like just shit would just be burning and like people would cuz people's like survival this would kick in and they would like try to do anything they could to stay alive um so like shit i just feel like and i don't know like crime would be legal all of a sudden like there'd be no police or anything but yeah i don't know how crazy would it be if there was like a group of um I don't want people higher up than like congressmen and congresswomen, but a group of employees that are under the president or something like that just come out and lie and say that some crazy stuff is about to happen. Like in the next, like next Tuesday, it's a crazy stuff. Just is to about collapse to society? Yeah. Well, I mean, why maybe else if would that they was do their it? intention. Yeah. Right? Um, or maybe they, maybe they're, maybe it is, maybe there's a lot of dirty politics going on and these people are just like, you know what? Fuck Can't it. do it anymore. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to bring the ship down with us, you know? For the chance of maybe a blossoming of something else. Who knows? Yeah, but it would take a while to get there. Yeah. Um, I, that's why I, I don't judge people who prepare you know like i really don't like it's it's not really i'm not saying i do it but 
people who have like bunkers and shit and fucking can't like know how to can food and all that shit like it's not a 0% chance of something like that happening like society just collapsing it's a small chance but it's non-zero you know what i mean like mm-hmm. of society just fucking that's it it implodes yeah. and the people who do shit like that like know how to actually like prep and like know how to whatever take care of a wound when it needs when it needs to be serviced or whatever like those are the people that are actually going to fucking make it. Like, it's not going to be me, you know? They're miles ahead of the average person when it comes yeah. to a situation like that. Um, I, I was listening to uh, this guy on Joe Rogan who does, like, a class on that. He's a former, um, he's, like, a veteran, former sniper, I think. Okay. And he does, he does classes like that. Online, you can sign up. That's his business, so he makes a living. Um, he got shut down completely from Facebook and from like whatever else was helping him run his business and labeled as a domestic terrorist from Facebook. And wow. like 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 an official like government, like a domestic terrorist for teaching people how to prepare for the collapse of society. This dude was on Rogan? Yeah. Um let me I'm gonna find it so I can like actually say who it is because it's it was one of those, like, I think we kind of talked about this last time, like, one of those guests that you, like, you have no idea who they are. Yeah. I usually don't listen to those um, with Joe Rogan, but uh, it just kind of popped on. I think I was listening to a different one, and it kind of ran right into it, and I just let it go, and it ended up being, um, like, really, really fucking crazy. Yeah, I feel like sometimes those are the those are the best ones. The ones you don't see coming, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good chance of it. Good chance of it being a good one. Similar to like if you've if you've got on like Spotify Radio or your Discover Weekly or something, right? Yeah, something comes on. Yeah, not necessarily expecting it. Um, maybe it's this guy. It ends up being fire. I don't know. I'll I'll put it in the description because I can't find it right now. I don't want to keep looking, but yeah. Um, yeah, crazy though, right? I mean, the dude literally didn't do anything wrong. He's literally just teaching people to prepare for the class society is labeled a domestic terrorist and almost lost his whole business because of it. Hmm. But like, why? Like, that's what's, that's like the kind of shit that's scary, like the kind of censorship and shit that's scary is like, here's a guy like that served his country and is now like making a business for himself by doing completely harmless work and almost got completely shut down and like had to beg people for money essentially. Like he said, he was like, he put out hats and like contacted his customers and was like, can you please buy these hats? Like, this is all we can do right now. Um, like it's terrifying. Really makes you wonder. Yeah. It's fucking weird as shit. <laughs> like domestic terrorists. Let's move on to something a little lighter. Okay. Do you have something in mind? Mattress stores. Oh Yeah. How have we never talked about this? I we love have fucking. Never talked I about love this. fucking. And I feel like, like this is such a common. I feel like everybody listening has probably had this thought at least once. Yeah, they got to be fronts. Oh yeah, for some drug money, right? Have to be somewhere, some or something. <laughs> There's like external funding putting out mattress stores. There's without a doubt at least 100 mattress stores in the United States that are laundering money, right? Yeah, I mean, especially like the locally owned ones, but even like do you even like the big chain ones have to be. Cause you break it down, who's buying? Who's buying mattresses? They're not cheap. No, I mean people buy mattresses. 
but not like every other year. Yeah, I mean, you have a mattress for a long time. Um, hotels buy mattresses, but they yeah. probably get them wholesale from. Yeah, they're not buying from the, s- the from retail stores. Yeah, no warehouse. chance, but yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, like, there's never anyone in there. There's never anyone in a mattress yeah. store. I we bought our mattress from the local mattress warehouse or mattress disc whatever. Mm-hmm. And like that's all I could think the whole time. It's like this giant room. Like just the the space alone, the rent at some of those places like it's not in like a super super high-end shopping center here, but it's like in a nicer one, you know, like it's some square footage. And it's it's in like a nice shopping center. Like it's in with like our Wegmans yeah. and the Alamo um, and it's like, how do they fucking afford to be there? Like, there's no way that they're making enough money off of selling like ten mattresses a month to <laughs> afford just the rent, let alone make money, pay employees. Like, there's yeah, there's external sources at play for mattress stores, one hundred percent. Maybe not all of them, but there's got to be some though, right? I don't think the same is true for um what the fuck what the, what the fuck uh Dollar General. Oh no, people grocery shop there. No, dog. dude. But just think about like you'll go to these like towns where there's nothing, and then there'll just be like a brand new building that's a Dollar General, and it's like it's like a shining like star. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like there's there's similar things at play with Dollar General, like a similar like external funding. I don't like that place at all. Dollar General? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I will say, I think when we were at Tech, we bought four mugs for much for beer dye or something. No, that's Dollar Tree. Same to me. No. To me. No. To me, they're the same. No, because Dollar General, nothing. not everything's a dollar. That's the beauty of Dollar Tree is everything's a dollar. We went to Dollar Tree. Yeah, where everything's a dollar, which is a great store. Okay. Dollar General is just a store. <laughs> but why I th- don't I don't understand why you think Dollar Tree wouldn't be, but Dollar General would be. Because there's not Dollar Trees in every single town in the world. Yeah, but, but everybody has a one dollar bill, cash. Right, but <laughs> no, I'm just saying like I just don't see that many Dollar Trees like I do Dollar Generals, and just some of the places where there's a Dollar General make absolutely no sense. And it's like, how did this get funding to be built right here? I've seen Dollar Trees turn to Dollar Generals. Inflation. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> but I have, though. I think there was one in uh, in Warrington. I think it went from a, a Dollar Tree to Dollar General. I don't think it's a Dollar Tree anymore. Dollar Tree logo is kind of fire, though, if I'm thinking of it right. Um, Yeah, maybe. Those places are dying, too. Dollar Tree's like... I feel like they used to be like a magical place and now they're just so depressing. I thought the Dollar Tree was cool when I was younger. I'm like, everything's a dollar? That's awesome. Well, fuck yeah. And plus, like, that was like the place you could go with your parents and they would always buy you a toy because yeah. it was a dollar. So yeah. it was like, you'd go to like Walmart or something and the toys would be like $15. And like, you don't need that. But you could go there and they'd be like, yeah, you can get something. Like, oh, don't forget Family Dollar. Yeah, I was, what? I think they own Dollar Tree though. Dollar Tree Inc., Family Dollar and Dollar Tree. Maybe? I don't know. Dollar Monopoly. Um, One of them, like, is... 
I think maybe it's family dollar that everything is like a dollar. Like they don't do the 99 cent thing. So it's not two mm. ninety nine; It's three dollars. Which is stupid. <laughs> That's a stupid gag. But I mean, doing the 99 cent thing is also stupid. That's something that's been around a very long time and just stuck. I guess people like seeing that smaller number at the left. I got another question for you. Okay. So, it's 2023. I know you're going to see Maggie Rogers here shortly. Yep. Are there any artists that you do not currently have tickets for to see them this year that you would like to see. They may have not even announced the tour yet, but... Oh, I mean, there's a bunch of artists I would love to see that I don't have any reason to think they're going to tour. Like, I've really been itching to see Casey Elephant again. Um, well, do you know of anybody else touring who you don't have tickets for who you would see this year? Not really. I feel like there's not a lot of tours being announced. Um, at least f- in my my world, I guess. Um, there's a pretty cool, like, small festival in Maryland that has, um, some artists that I would like to see. Didn't we talk about this? I don't think so, because I just was reading about it the other day, so, um, we might have talked about something else, but it's, uh, LCD Sound System is going to be there, which I think would be pretty cool, and, um, Boy Genius, which is, um, Phoebe Bridger's. And Lucy ah, Dacious okay. have a band together. Um, and they're going to be there. And uh, Claro's going to be there, who uh, Logan really likes. But I, I think I have, like, two songs by her safe. But She's cool. Yeah, like, uh, it seems like a pretty chill festival. So I might end up getting tickets to that. I'm not sure yet. But that's the only one I've come across recently that I'm like, damn, that'd be cool. Like, I wish I had tickets to that. But, I mean, I already scooped up the Arctic Monkeys, so that's already... Booked. That's gonna be fire. Um, that was the that's obviously the big one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. I, I can't say there is. Is there some for you that you've seen pop up? So, I guess what I meant to include was in this question was like somebody who you hadn't seen before. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So for me personally, uh, this is these aren't artists who I would like save up money to go see like artists who I would like I die if I didn't see them you know what I mean but mm-hmm. they're so popular I think it'd be cool to at least see them once so uh Beyonce is touring this year right I think that could be a cool show uh Rihanna's touring this year I think that could be a cool show Drake's touring this year I think that could be a cool show just cause it's Drake yeah uh, um, yeah. I've been listening to his music for a really long time those are like the three that really come to mind for yeah, for that world, but it's three all stars, right? I, mm-hmm. And it's like something that would be pretty pretty cool to see, but there aren't any new artists that I'm done. Well, Zach Bryan, but I talked about that yeah. last week. Uh, Illiterate Light, but I already saw them. Yeah, so well, I'd seen them before. Um, I'm really hoping. So there's this artist I like, uh, Miss Grit. I put her songs on the playlist pretty frequently, but um. I really, really want her to tour. She's doing two shows currently. She's doing one in L.A. and one in New York. Mm. I really... She's about to put an album out, though. So I'm hoping once the album comes out, she does, like, a small tour. I really want to fucking see her, dude. Like, 
I think it would be insane. I'm really excited for that album too. I think it comes out next week. Or maybe a couple weeks. I'm not sure. But Yeah, it sounds like a dope artist. Yeah, I'm a I, I was in on the ground floor. Like I kind of stumbled upon her just from like clicking through like related artists, related artists, related artists. And I when I started listening, I mean I'm not trying to like flex here, but I listened to like her first EP and she had like I don't know like a thousand monthly listeners or something. So I really like dove in and it was just like unbelievable. Like I don't, I heard one song. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. And I listened to the whole EP and it was just fucking insane. Um, How many listeners is she at now? Um, Probably still like a very small number, but uh, definitely more. Cause she got like, she's been picking up a lot of hype with her um, singles and stuff. Cause I don't even think she was on a record label for that. Oh, okay. She's 102 now. 102,000. Yeah. That's pretty good. You were there for a thousand. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. So I'm super excited. But I mean, she had two projects come out even before I started listening. Like in 2019, she dropped some, and these might just be singles. Yeah, they're singles. But yeah, uh, Imposter, Miss Grit. It's like five songs, six songs. Really good. Hmm. So shout, her, shout out her. So yeah, that's like my big one that I'm really like, like I follow her on all social media. I'm just like really. Super tap. Yeah. yeah. I really want to see if she comes somewhere because I feel like it'll be a small venue and I'm definitely going to scoop up tickets. How long ago was it when you dis- discovered her? Uh, That EP was like new, so 2021. It had to be. Wow. That's pretty That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So she went from a, about two years. Yeah? Maybe yeah. a year and a half? Well, yeah, I was definitely listening to her in college. Holy crap. Yeah, so like so senior year, year I was definitely uh, listening to her shit a lot. Thousand listeners, a hundred thousand in a year and a half is crazy. Yeah. So even a thousand come listeners up. is crazy, bro. If you think about it, on the I come mean, up, I, bro, for real, respect. Yeah. So if she does any, if she comes anywhere near here, like, I'll I'm going, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, I'll I'll definitely travel for that. Um, New York is a bit much for a travel for a concert, but I mean, it would be cool. But be fire, be a fun trip. The drive isn't that bad, to be honest with you. You can if also you take a train, which is easy. That's true. I've never been on a train. But I think I've talked about that. Yeah, I think we've already talked about it. But yeah, I, either way, I thought about it, but it would be nice if she came some more places. Like, I could picture her, like, coming somewhere, like, in Richmond or something, I feel like. So. Because it's, like, really small venues in New York, LA. It's not like, not like she's, like, playing, you know, big mm-hmm. shows or anything. But. Um... Yeah, that's it. How we doing on time? 70 men. I've got one more topic. Yeah. Would you say that um, if you're out in public, would you say like you fit in with the crowd? Um. Or would you say that people are sort of picking you out of a crowd? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm kind of... Blending in? Yeah, I mean, I'm generally just like... I feel like that's like something that happens when people are like boisterous in some way. Like either in their... I'm not... I don't want mean to sound that... Have that sound like negative, but just like either in like what they're wearing or like just how they're kind of like carrying themselves. I feel like I'm kind of just like wearing, you know a sweatshirt and walking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or just like sitting. Um, 
so no, I don't think so. I mean, I guess I'm tall, so that's the thing. But um, no, I think I kind of blend in NPC behavior. What about you? Say, yeah. yeah, I'm not the main character. <laughs> well, I feel like I probably blend in a fair bit. Right. But at the same time, I think sometimes I'll stand out. Or like if like if um I've had somebody compliment my my shoes before, Cause so like those caught the eye or something like that. But I just I heard something today, and they were saying that um if you're blending in, or if you're fitting in, right? Mm-hmm. Quote unquote fitting in. You're actually being like overlooked, and when I heard that, I sort of like. Try to find a deeper meaning in in it, right? I don't know. It just got me thinking. Like to fit in is to like do what's normal, right? Yeah. And if you're normal, if you're applying for a job or applying for anything, and you look like everybody else, you're gonna get overlooked. Good chance yeah. you get overlooked, right? Yeah. I mean. I get it if you're walking down the street, what's on the line, right? Unless unless you were six feet away from, like, somebody who you were dying to meet. Yeah. And they just didn't see you because you were blending in. I guess that's, yeah. The job interview thing is interesting. Job interviews are so hard because it's like you have to kind of... And again... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really talking to my ass here. Uh, I never got a job through an interview. Um, so <laughs> um, I'm definitely like a, it's about who you know person. Yeah. But uh, you have to like almost do everything by the book while also standing out. But you can't. Yeah, it's I like standing out by doing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By like, the book. Because they don't want to. Like, you interviewed for your job, right? Yeah. Did you, like, wear a tie and shit when you went to the interview? So, I was, I was, I don't think I wore a tie. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I think I was probably a little overdressed for mine, to be honest with you. I feel like it's always better to be overdressed, but my thing is, like, I always hated the having to wear, like, a suit and shit. Because, like, I just feel like I was never comfortable. And if I'm not comfortable, then you're not going to get me. You're going to yeah. get this, like, robotic. But that's kind of almost what they want because they, like, feel like they know you're nervous and shit, right? But I don't know. I never liked the... I mean, I think we've kind of covered uh, beaten to death like that. I think dressing up is dumb in general. But uh, unless you're doing it for yourself, then that's awesome. But... uh. Yeah, I don't know. I just always hated, like, the um, idea of almost, like, forced uncomfortable, like, an uncomfortable environment forced upon you just for for no real reason. That's not really what you asked at all, (laughs) so I'm sorry, but (laughs) that's just kind of where I ran with it. Like, where you were going with it had me thinking, like, you almost want to present yourself as being manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like... It, who are you being interviewed by? You're probably being interviewed by a manager of some sort, right? Yeah. I, I just remember going to the interview and, like, at, like one comes to mind specifically. 
and like everybody's just like in a polo shirt but the, like on the thing it was like come dressed business formal like suit and tie and like you're just like walking around and everybody's like in a polo and you're just like why like it, why did you do this to me to make yeah. me like feel uncomfortable like is that what the point of this was so I, I don't know but yeah the manageability thing is definitely true like they definitely want to be able to just like give you thoughts in your head and you not be like I mean I'm not saying it's brain control but they definitely want it to be more like okay this is what you're gonna do and that's how it is not like well wait well, why am I why am I in a suit <laughs> like, why am I doing it this way when I could be doing it this way but not everyone's like that. I'm not saying every yeah. company is like trying to shrink you into a fucking nothingness. And that's I think it just varies on what your job is, like what you're applying, for, like what you're what you're interviewing for, right? If mm-hmm. you're interviewing for like that corporate suite uh, position, you're gonna have to do a little dance, right? Yeah, I mean, corporate work in general is a little dance, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, but if you're going somewhere like artistically creative, like down that avenue, you're probably more open to expressing yourself in I guess just more like more ways than one. If I was a hiring person. Of course I guess you don't make the call if you're the hiring person, you make the call if you're like the upper, upper tier people, mm-hmm. but like I would just wanna like see what people are actually like, you know? And I think giving them like a chance to be comfortable and be like who they are is the best way you're going to actually see what this person is going to do for you when they work for you. Because like, you know, like I just hate the concept of like that job interview went so bad, you know? Cause it's like, if you like, you could have been amazing at that job and now you'll never, you won't have it because you had a bad day or like you were c- uncomfortable in a situation. So I, I don't know. I just always thought like, the idea of like a very lax job interview always seemed like something that should be maybe i'm just like being too soft but i don't know i just never thought of it like fair to just force people to like have to do this shitty thing <laughs> but i guess it's kind of lightened up a little bit because i feel like most of that shit's virtual now anyhow which like that's a big jump because you're mm-hmm. at home but i don't know uh Kind of circle back, though, just in general. I think that you should just do things the way you want to do. So if that means blending in, then that's cool. But, like, shouldn't blend in because you feel like you should. You should just do it because you want to. Or if you want to stand out, then you should just not be afraid. Because I feel like it is, like, pretty tough to to stand out. Because, like, people are probably going to judge you if you stand out but a part of that is just an insecurity of the person judging not wanting to be the one who stands out in any way insecurity versus confidence that's sort of how i see it in that particular situation right yeah and you're right it's talked about it before but like people oftentimes when people are judging other people it's you're just projecting your own insecurities onto somebody else yeah like you know and like there there's like a limit right like i i don't 
like if I'm walking somewhere and someone just starts like belting out like singing and like dancing and shit like I, it's gonna annoy me because I'm a human mm-hmm. but like you know I think it's stupid like that people are like judge like if somebody's wearing something crazy but they're still just like minding they're doing the same thing you're doing but they're like maybe like Whatever it is, you know, like they have some like crazy shit on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like it's stupid that people are like, "Who the fuck does this guy think he is?" You know, what yeah. I mean? it's like, I mean, it's like, man, I wish I fucking could be confident enough to wear yeah. shit like that, or like if I wanted to, you know, because even yeah. if I wanted to, I still don't think I'd be able to. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's definitely a fine line because, like, I, I'm definitely gonna get annoyed with people if they're like trying to act like you know really stand out it's like just fucking fall in line like the rest of us but that's like you know that's not a good way to be yeah because there i mean because there's a point with that too there's a fine line with that too to the point where you're just being yourself or you're you're seeking that attention yeah that's when it gets yeah you know you're that's a very good point when you when it gets to the point where it's like that then it's just like narcissistic and like you're not doing it for how you feel in it you're doing it to get the gratification of yes. other people like um, sourcing your self-esteem. Um, yeah, it's true with anything, right? Like, however you decide to live, it should just be for what you want out of life, not what you think you should be doing. I like that. I think I think that's a good good way to wrap it up. Yeah, good closing note. Yeah. This was this was good. Um thank you everybody for listening. Uh Good Friday's episode seventeen. Uh anything any last thoughts? I'm no. happy about the playlist this week. I put a lot of warm weather songs on there. You're supposed to have a warm weekend, so Bro, yeah, what? Be chilling like be chilling right? outside and listening to the playlist this week. Because I feel like you put some warm weather shit on there too. Um yeah, listen to the playlist outside. That's homework for this week. That part. Thanks, everybody. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>